Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird here from uh, live from Largo, Florida. It is an absolutely gorgeous Labor Day here. Um, like zero humidity, nice breeze, bright and sunny. I mean, it's pretty awesome. Fall is uh, is upon us. It's hard to believe that uh, it's already September. Um, I hope you're having a great day. I hope you take the time to get outside. We have a few things going on. We released our new men's coaching program. If you want interested in that, you can basically, you get to work with me a ton. Group calls with Dr. Stillman and I, plus you get access to our course as well on that. Um, if you're a guy that just wants to dial things in, you're in a bad place, we'd be happy to help with that. We had to start that because of our, our uh, executive wellness plan on the medical side is just full. We just don't have any more availability for that. So we've opened up the the coaching side and the cool thing about the coaching side, I think a lot of people uh, don't understand is we can't prescribe things for you. Dr. Stillman can't prescribe things to you, but he can coach you on what labs to get. He can coach you on how to talk to your doctor and he can help look at your labs for you and educate you on them. So uh, it's much better to get into a coaching program than to delay, you know, getting into a medical program for months and months and months. Uh, because most, uh, you know, most of the people in the functional medicine, most of the people that are actually helping people get better, they have, you know, big waiting lists. So that's one of the reasons we created the coaching programs. Also, we have actually this week, we have two webinars. We, we promised you guys we're going to start. Basically, we film webinars for our products that we put, uh, you know, uh, every week we film uh, webinars for our products that we that we release with the coaching programs. And we've decided to reward you guys for being on the list and getting on our list. We're basically going to allow you to come on to those uh, for free. And uh, the only place you'll be able to get access to that is on the email list. So the simple way to do that is go to stillmanwellness.com and you know, there'll be a pop-up for like the five biggest health mistakes. Just throw your email address in there this Wednesday night. You'll actually have two options. You can go to both if you want. Uh, earlier in the day on Thursday, it'll be like testosterone, EMF, uh, estrogen, you know, all the environmental toxin pollution stuff and testosterone. Um, and then later in the evening, Clark Engelbert and Dr. Stillman, I can't remember the topic, but it's something to do with HTMA and minerals and, and all that sort of thing. They're going to be doing a monthly HTMA mineral webinar that you'll get access to as well. We will send you a link from StreamYard. You'll actually be able to come into the webinar and, and watch it live. So that'll be going on Wednesday nights. So if you're not on our list already, Make sure you go over to stillmanwellness.com or you can go in either one of our link trees. If you go to like, we both got the five biggest health mistakes in there. You can put your uh, email in either one of those and you will get notified about the webinars we're doing. We are also Wednesday night is the last night to buy our thyroid course. Mm. Um, so if you go into the Stillman special offers link in the link below, you can buy that uh, buy that thyroid course with coaching. Um, there's a 10% discount if you put in Stillman, and there's actually on that special offers page there's a 50% discount too. So if you if you don't get into the program or if you want to sign up for one of our other programs, what happens is is basically when you if you click on one of the programs and we're not offering the coaching currently, you'll get put on a list. Then you'll have the opportunity to buy the course, and you'll get a 50% discount on that course if you go to that page and put in the code. And then you get that money that you paid on the course um, credited. Off the course plus coaching, yeah. Off the course plus coaching when we come back. And then also, 
you know, you, you'll be the first to know when we release these courses. And, and basically what we're going to do is that whatever courses and sell the most is we're going to do the open the coaching programs for. And then, of course, there's always the fundamentals of wellness. If you um, want to get in at any time, we can help you on those. And we're right on the verge of adding a second coaching call to both the strength and conditioning side and, doc and Dr. Stillman and I doing it. Jim, so, how's my audio? Your audio sounds fine. Is this your Good, new I got a new mic. Your new fancy schmancy microphone. Fancy new mic. Yeah, nice hair too. Is that moose? Do you use moose? No, man, I did not. I just is right out of the shower. Is that, is that water? Okay. Right out of the just shower. Checking. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. So the topic today, the truth about calcium rich foods for bone density, you know, things like cheese and dairy and all that good stuff and then yeah. some vegetables. But right. um, I think the, the big elephant in the room is that most people don't ever talk about with bone density is, or two elephants is one is resistance. Like if you don't have any load on the bones, the body is not going to like have these really strong bones for no reason. Bingo. Uh, and then the second is sun exposure and vitamin D. I think those are the two things that most people don't even think or talk about. They just think, well, if you shove enough calcium into the system, you're going to have more dense bones. Not true. And that's the thing that people don't get is that it's not the calcium load in the diet that makes your bones strong. It's actually a combination of different things because if you remember what bone is, so bone is this matrix of minerals held together by collagen fibers. And that means that not only do you need minerals like calcium, phosphorus, you need trace elements, copper, strontiums in bone. Uh, you need to have an absence of toxic elements, lead deposits in bone and can ruin its. Cause the thing about density is you don't actually care about density. You care about strength and density and strength are actually not the same. And that's one reason why, you know, if you want to make a lot of money on say a drug class, I'm not going to name any drug classes, but if you want to make a lot of money on a drug class for bone, uh, health, what you do is you make a bone density increasing drug, but increasing the density of the bone is not the same as increasing the strength. So that's why you'll see some studies where they say the bone density went up, but the fracture risk increased. That mm. means the bone wasn't stronger. It was just more dense, mm. right? And that's a really important distinction. So you need the minerals, then you need the collagen, then you need the vitamin C to knit the collagen together. That is a much more complex, uh, uh, nutritional picture than is just calcium, right? And then on top of that, you have to remember that it's not just about the raw material to make the bone and the collagen structure. It's also about, do you have the energy to organize that bone into the- You have to plant? have good, you have to have a good redox. If we want to steal yeah, some terms just, from the- The EMF the, environment the becomes a big question mark there. Um, because, you know, if you look at Robert Becker's work, he worked on bone- and he was specifically interested in bone and wound healing and regeneration. And he was very clear in his work as the world expert on bone regeneration and, and limb regeneration, wound uh, healing. He was very clear that he was concerned about radio and microwave radiation, let alone magnetic and electrical fields, disturbing the ability for bone to lay down. And many other people have commented on this as sort of a big question mark in the bone health world of it's not just about putting the raw materials in how do we actually create the environment for those materials to organize in structured dense healthy bone yeah and it's really just like everything else rarely comes down to one specific it's thing, about right? the fundamentals plus well, yeah it's, it's about a all bunch the of things. details yeah 
Well, and that's that's the the wonderful uh, dichotomy. Uh, Rommel's over here eating grass. Stop eating grass, dude. You're just gonna puke it up. Of course he is. Um, um, you know the wonderful dichotomy of the human organism. It's just so resilient yet so complex at the same time and you know it's the same thing for structures like you could have really dense concrete but if it doesn't have rebar in it or you know you can have really dense materials but there's certain you know like honeycomb structures are incredibly strong and yeah, incredi that's... incredibly light so you can have things that are really heavy and dense that aren't necessarily that strong and, and that's that's the thing too like as as we become more and more of a of an indoor zoo animal um indoor desk creature mm -hmm. your body just doesn't keep this stuff around like you don't keep muscle you don't keep bone around for fun i mean that stuff's expensive to maintain so you have to have some resistance um some demand for the body to keep these things online or it just becomes an expensive resource right that's exactly right yeah and that's why strength training is so important for for particularly women as they age uh, is they need to keep well not only their hormonal profile higher but but uh, their bone density and their ability to balance and explosive power all those things you know if you lose your balance and you don't have the ability to put your foot out quickly in front of you to catch yourself or you know you're gonna have a a, a much uh, worse outcome so I want to just share uh, some details from uh, chronometer to give people some idea of all the different things in their diet that are actually having an important impact on their uh, calcium and where it's going. So if you look at, this is just a sample day in chronometer. It's really funny. I spent the day yesterday with Joe Mercola and we talked about how, what a wonderful tool this is and how powerful it is to understand what's actually going on in your diet with your nutrients. And we specifically talked about how wonderful oats are. And that's a longer story. If you want my Monday masterclass on that, it was a couple of weeks ago. I can uh, just Joe picture is, that in my mind. <laughs> Joe is also on the oat bandwagon. So I look at this calcium. And this this day, I just added a bunch of foods, all pretty much at three ounce quantities, except for blackstrap molasses. Three ounces of blackstrap molasses is a little bit much for anyone, I think. So I just added a tablespoon there. But, you know, three ounces of, of collards, romaine, that would be a very, very, very heavy salad. Um, uh, three ounces of milk is nothing. I mean, that's not even half a glass. Three ounces of sardines is half of what I would normally tell someone to eat for a protein-rich me meal. Same for sockeye salmon, same for, for sirloin. But I want you guys to all understand that the same mass or weight of food can have radically different quantities or concentrations of, of calcium. So if you look at where the calcium is coming from or is, is loaded in this this menu, right? Three ounces of chia seeds is 500 milligrams of calcium, way out ahead of everything else. One tablespoon of blackstrap molasses is 200 milligrams of calcium. It's part of why I use blackstrap molasses in my morning smoothie. Three ounces of collards is 200. Three ounces of sardines is 110. Three ounces of milk is 96. So pound for pound, greens can have more uh, uh, calcium than dairy. People mix this up. They think I need dairy for calcium. No, look at this, the chia seeds, the molasses, the collards, the sardines, they're all beating out the milk and at the same or smaller quantities of the food. Now I'm not telling any of you to go out and eat three ounces of chia seeds to my mind. 
half an ounce to an ounce of chia seeds is actually a lot. But if you go with half an ounce, that's still 260, 270 milligrams of calcium. Now, one thing I want to point out here is that if you look at the collards, the collards have, what is that? The collards versus the romaine lettuce. There's 200 milligrams of calcium in three ounces of collards. There's 28 milligrams of calcium in three ounces of romaine lettuce. These are not the same. These are not the same food. You look at the sockeye salmon, it says there's 10 milligrams of calcium. I almost think that's got to be wrong. I mean, I, I look at that number, it's so low. But look at the sardines. There's tons of calcium in sardines. Well, you're getting the bones, right? That might be it. That might be it. And so my point here is simply this. Don't leave this to chance. Don't just say, well, I ate a salad today, therefore I had a lot of calcium. This is also why I like to vary people's foods because you have collards one day, you have spinach the next, you have romaine lettuce the next, you have, you know, and you get different nutrients from these things. You get different flavor profiles. You don't get tired and bored of eating the same thing over and over again, which can become a really big problem. That often leads to binge eating of foods that we don't or shouldn't be eating. But my, my point is this, you can have a very calcium dense diet without any kind of dairy. And they're going to have other minerals that you need in order to make that bone. And one more thing I want to point out, one liter of Mountain Valley spring water has 74 milligrams of calcium. Now I might tell the average person to consume three liters. And let's say that you've got somebody who's really sweating a lot, maybe doing a lot of sauna. They might have a six liter day and look at how much calcium that then becomes. That becomes almost almost 500 milligrams of calcium, which in this day is half, or I should say one quarter of the total calcium load. And this is not a heavy calorie day. It's a, it's a, it's a thousand calories. It's not enough for almost anybody, but man, people forget this stuff. It's part of why I drink spring water. I switched over to spring water from reverse osmosis filtered water with, with minerals. That's still a better solution than, than tap water. But it's also, I think the calcium in spring water is, is a non-zero actor in your health and wellness. And so I like to have it in there. Awesome. We have a, a great question from uh, yeah. polar, polar bear. Okay, is the calcium great. in plants as bioavailable as our bodies in our bodies as the calcium in dairy? Great question, but loaded, very loaded. Right. So let's think, let's break I, think pol- I think the polar bear has a lot to do with that. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's talk about this. So, um, there's a couple factors here that have to, you have to keep in mind. So number one, are you breaking down the plant? This is one reason why cooked food is sometimes vastly superior for people than um, raw food. You cook it and you'll actually break down that structure. And a lot of people who've got a digestive impairment will then absorb more of the minerals from it. On top of that, you've got to keep in mind that a lot of people, even if you cook the food, they need digestive support, as you like to call it. You know, bitters, enzymes, HCL, bile acids. Okay. So that's number one. Number two. Uh, the type of plant and the preparation matter. So sprouted or soaked chia seeds are not the same as raw chia seeds, right? Uh, something like um, uh, collards that have been uh, soaked or cooked in vinegar is not the same as collards that have been soaked and cooked in water because of the pH difference. So all of this matters. Uh, you have to also have to remember that what's going coming in with that mineral is also very important. So for example, when you increase nitrogen loads in your diet, 
the amino acids that that are synonymous basically with increasing nitrogen loads, those amino acids are acidic. So if you eat a lot of um, protein, you're going to tend to get more um, of an acidic ash in your diet. And this can contribute to a more acidic urinary pH. And the more acidic your urine is, the more minerals you tend to be losing. Uh, same thing with your diet. That's part of the whole alkalize or dye paradigm, which is not, I don't consider that gospel, but they have some really interesting points. So even if you've got more calcium that's more bioavailable in animal foods, if the amino acid content of that food is high enough, it could offset the absorption and utilization of those minerals because the acid has to be buffered by minerals that come out of the bone. And this is why I don't really, I, I don't buy into any sort of one size fits all diet. You got to tailor it to everybody. And a lot of that comes down to looking at actual numbers in their labs to understand what's happening with nutrient fluxes in their tissues and cells. So James asks a great question. Can osteopenia be reversed? I'm 60 years old and had a bone scan. And the answer is maybe. Um, number one, you know, what else is going on in the person's health matters. Uh, do what I, what I, uh, bet on reversing osteopenia in somebody with an advanced late stage cancer. No, it's very tough to beat the late stage cancer. Uh, you're lucky if you do that. Uh, can osteopenia be reversed in someone who's 100% compliant, who gets on things like bioidentical hormones or testosterone replacement for men? Uh, I believe that's probably possible. Of course, I can't make claims like that because the FDA will do something terrible to me. Not really sure what. So, um, but it's, I, a long, it's a long list at this point. <laughs> I know, right? Well, what the reality is, they don't do studies like this because they, nobody's going to make any money in big pharma off of reversing I've, things like osteopenia. I've seen, I've seen it many, many times. You've seen at it least, happen? Oh, ten times at least. Yeah, osteopenia, osteoporosis, and people who are training. Yeah, lift weights, get out in the sun. I mean, even as, as somebody as old, I think my oldest person that yeah significantly slowed it down. Uh, Did any of them need hormones to do that? Uh, none of the people that I worked with used hormones for that, yeah. other than the sun and um, uh, the sun and lifting. Uh, that was I enough. Think people really underestimate the importance well, of I, the lifting I, and the sun. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, the, the lifting is going to increase if it's done reasonably and not stupidly, mm. um, not insanely. Um, and if right. it has to be resistance, it can't be just like circuits. It has to be something where you're actually putting load uh, uh, on the and, and bone. loading loading the bone, right? And and yeah. presenting a challenge to the bone. Um, it it can be I, I, my old the oldest person I've seen it like uh, slow down slash reverse in was like 78 year old person so you know when you lift weights even in older people that creates a hormone demand if it's basically within their ability to recover right right i think that's why we integrate weight training into pretty much everything we do now you well know, yeah we and it just it just it, you know muscle is a huge organ it huge helps organ. regulate blood sugar i mean it's just uh helps right. keep your hormone production high plus you know the whole being able to run out of the way of a you know, somebody decides they're going to blow through a uh, crosswalk, even get out of the way. It's just super important. I mean, obviously, critically important. We don't want to be bodybuilder like. Um, no, that that's going to take away from your. But your if you're life. over sixty five and you're not working with somebody like Jim, yeah, and and doing explosive work too, yeah, like exactly. medicine ball throws, yeah, or even just really short like sprints, like it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be even even five yards, just just to have that demand. 
like starting with really low, like skipping rope, maybe 10 turns at first, making sure you don't go. People will start with like five minutes of rope skipping and they can't walk for like three days, you know? So, you know, got to start where you are, but, um, but yeah, you know, I think I solved my internet audio connection thing. Um, I bought the specific C port. Yeah. It's working better. Ethernet port. Oh yeah, dude. I haven't had one little bobber up here in the left corner and all day yesterday too. So that's great. I think we, uh, I think we solved that problem. That's great. Which is good. Jim, anything else on this topic before we jump off? No. What, what's your Monday masterclass on today? Do you have one? Uh, I do have one. Uh, what am I doing? Uh, I don't remember. Hold on. You can, you can open another stream. Look, up. I'm looking at it. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, is it women's is it women's hormones uh yeah it's unlocking the secrets of female hormones yeah so come back this afternoon at, at three o'clock and learn all the secrets oh let, let's talk about before we go what's the big mistake people are making with like calcium supplementation and and what are the what are the possible consequences for that you know you you get the typical person they just uh they go to the doctor they've got osteoporosis oh and they put them yeah. on whatever drug and then they just give them a calcium supplement what, what are the dangers of, of taking too much calcium if you don't have the other minerals necessary to control calcium magnesium copper um trace elements like strontium uh then adding calcium into the mix it can get uh, deposited in tissues you don't want it in kidney stones um, uh, in your blood, yeah. Um, uh, your joints, calcification of the arteries. It's supposed it's supposed to be very tightly controlled, and that's why vitamin D is such a big deal, right? Right. You know, you need. I mean, I check vitamin D levels in my patients year round, particularly in the winter, to make sure that they're not running low. Then, and then we want to keep them high in the summer, and we want to make sure that you know they have a strategy in the winter so that they're not going to even if they even if their test comes back low, um, we want to have a strategy that that's hopefully going to, going to keep them normal. And then if, if it comes back low, despite that strategy, we have to increase the intensity of that strategy. Right. And how does K2 play into all this? K2 is big in the literature theoretically, but it's, you know, I haven't yet seen anyone use K2 in their practice and say, Oh my gosh, the results I'm getting are insane. If, if I had somebody with, with the, you know, calcium problems they had calcified arteries valves whatever i would absolutely use k2 mm. even without a lot of data but you know you also have to remember there's food sources of k2 that can be pretty dense and you can easily integrate those into the diet so i'm not crazy about k2 but i also think there's a bias in my practice which is my practice is mostly 55 and under and those people are not yet dealing with calcium issues and we're trying to keep them in a state of health where they're not going to if they have a balanced diet, they get outside and they're active. They're not, they're not going to have those problems. Right. So. Exactly. So, all right. Tune in. Everyone have Monday a night. wonderful day. Yep. Make sure you check back in this afternoon at three o'clock for Dr. Stillman's Monday masterclass. If you yep. want to get in on the Q and a for that, I've placed a link to Dr. Stillman's Substack. If you become a premium member, you can get on and ask him questions after the Monday masterclass. That's every Monday, which that's a pretty, pretty great value. Yep. Um, and then of course, get on our email list so you can get access to two webinars this week. You get a bonus one. Yep. So you'll have access to those. Those will be going up Wednesday night and our thyroid course uh, sale wraps up Wednesday night. And then you can book a call about our new men's coaching program with Eric. The link is in the description. 
everyone have yourself a great day. Make sure you remember to get outside.